Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio, chipping away at the week. This weekend, we've got the NBA All-Star Weekend. I think they're playing in Cleveland. Cleveland. Is that where they're at? Huh? Team Durant versus Team LeBron. <laughs> I like. I kind of like the way they made that. I think it's interesting. Kind of makes it a little bit more, uh, I guess, roots-oriented, if you will. In a way, it's, it's dividing up the talent uh, as opposed to conference against conference. It's uh, making a fair division of the all-star talent that there. It, it's a fair idea, yes. It's not competitive in regards to who wins and who loses and all that because it's a showcase. But, hey, it's, it's, it is what it is, and you uh, absorb from that the level of talent that we have. But there's going to be something special this uh, time around, isn't there? This is the 75th anniversary of the NBA, and earlier this year, the 75th anniversary team, the all 75 years anniversary team was named. Now, there are a number of them who were deceased. One of my all-time greats back, my all-time great, Will Chamberlain, of course, died about 20 years ago. Uh, And there are, of course, many others. Paul Arison, who was a great star. They're all members of that team. But a select number of members, and these will be the elite, are going to be introduced at halftime. And this game in Cleveland will be a, a trip down memory lane. It'll be a lot of fun. Very nostalgic, but I am anxious to see one of the one of the all timers. Seventy five years is LeBron James, and he will be there. How will he be accepted? How will the fans in Cleveland? Of course, that's where he got his start with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and he is from Akron. So this will be interesting to see how a guy who disdained twice his hometown is treated by his fans. It'll be interesting. You got him a championship, though, right? He did get him a championship. So, I mean, oh, what yeah. can you come on? Don't don't be too hard on him, guys. Oh, Let's no. go. They won't. Let's be. go. All right. So we, you know, I know Ned every day wakes up. First thing he does, he rolls out of bed, grabs his phone, and he Googles Major League Talks. And you what know did what, it say today? You know what it comes up? <laughs> and then he's mad. No, I'll tell you exactly. I, I Google it, sure. And nothing is there. <laughs> That's because these people are idiots. <laughs> I think they are planning on, on having some more discussions this weekend. But, you know, really, we're getting to the point now, who cares? I think the regular season is going to be disrupted in some respects because you're battling ego on ego. The ego of the players versus the ego of the owners. Well, players, I got news for you. You keep waiting, you're going to lose. And when you're up against billionaires who have this as a sidelight, so long, sayonara. Better come to your senses. And both sides, both sides have to compromise. But the owners are the ones who have the upper hand, and they are the ones who are stalling because they want to see this union cracked. Maybe not crushed, but they want to see it cracked. They want to see the... I don't want. I, it's unfair to say they want to see the players grovel. I don't think that's that's right. But they do want the players to be subservient, which they are. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, those billionaires didn't get to be billionaires by being nice guys. And uh, in a lot of in a lot of cases, a lot of these owners, that team isn't all that they do. You know, and it could be a group of people and all that stuff. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. At the end of the day, the owners can say screw it. We still have our money. Mike, it ain't just in in baseball. Oh, it's, it's across everywhere. Oh, yeah, it's across <laughs> everywhere. But again, I mean, they could just say screw it and just walk. Which, God, man, I hope that I hope that doesn't even come. I, I wore my Cardinals shirt today just so that I could put it out in the universe and hopefully manifest 
these guys getting it together and getting it done. I'm and tired of Ned becoming in here. Springfield Cardinals will play. Well, yeah, yeah. And that's what we talked about yesterday, how locally it's still nothing's going to change, and that'll be good. That might get more excitement for some of the teams locally, get some more people to watch college games, what have you. But um, I'm just so mad of you coming in here, so pissed off every day that they haven't figured it out. And for one of these days, I'm afraid you're going to start attacking me. No. No, Ned Reynolds may think that he's a stud, but I know damn well I'm not. We know you still, we know you still got him. Got got some punches left in you. Uh, speaking One. of punches, uh, the jury teams get any punches last night? Yeah, they didn't play last night, but they do play coming up this weekend. The uh, ball club will be in tonight. They play in Romeoville, Illinois. Do you know where that is? I've never heard of it. It's a suburb of Chicago. And it is the home of Lewis University. Lewis University's in the Great Lakes Valley Conference, and they're pretty good. They're they're tough. Anyway, both Drury teams will play up there tonight. Then they have a, another road trip game on Saturday. So this is on the road. But the good news is that the men are back playing again after a season that has been just run just frazzled by uh, by COVID. But they are back playing. They aren't very good. They're under 500. But at least they're in there trying, and that's that's what counts. Anyway, Drury plays at Lewis tonight. That's good games. news. Hopefully they got ahead of this storm because they're getting it nailed up north, man. We'll see. So uh, it's Daytona 500 weekend now that the Super Bowl is over. It is their turn. It's racing's turn. And it's a whole... It's not just Saturday and Sunday. It starts today, technically. They had this is racing week in Daytona, and it is really the biggest event that NASCAR puts on. The first event of the year is the biggest, and that's a, a little bit convoluted, but that's the way they always have done it. And the Daytona 500, which comes up on Sunday, is the signature event for NASCAR racing. Anyway, they make a big deal out of it at the Daytona International Speedway, except for the Clash. And that's kind of an exhibition, <laughs> and they normally race it at Daytona. Not this year. They took it out to the Coliseum in Los Angeles, did that a couple of weeks ago prior to the Super Bowl. Anyway, the, the Daytona 500 Speed Week does essentially begin today with the Twin 500, I beg your pardon, Twin 150-mile qualifying races. That's tonight. But the pole position has already been decided. And it was decided last night, whom else? Kyle Larson, he's the best NASCAR driver on the circuit right now. He got the pole position. Now, the two races that are coming up determine the rest of the field, and that will be tonight. So it, it'll be a whole lot of, uh, lot of excitement, big crowds. And this year, for the first time in a couple of years, the Speedway, which seats well over 100,000, maybe even closer to 200,000, will be open to full capacity. It has not been in the past because of the pandemic, but it will be this year. Oh, there's going to be a lot of people out there, man. It's a big deal for racing fans. It is their Super Bowl. Are you familiar with the country and western singers? Yeah, of course. The singer of the national anthem is Trace Atkins. Yeah, I know who he is. And that'll be be very nostalgic for uh, the fans down in uh, Daytona. Yeah, I mean, some people racing, it's like, meh. But the guys that like it, it's a big deal. I know, I know. My stepdad is a huge racing guy, and he is already planning his weekend. Trust me. (laughs) Um, So we have some disappointing news as far as the Olympics are concerned. Both the men and women's hockey team are out. They are gonzo, and the women's hockey team is really out because they did not win the gold medal. They played Canada again. First of all, we'll go to the men's side. 
The odds-on favorite in the Olympics this year was USA and Canada. Everybody knew they were going to play for the gold medal. They're the two top hockey teams, and neither one of them got there. Crazy, huh? This is ridiculous. USA got knocked out by Slovakia in a sudden-death shootout. I'm not a big fan of that. And Canada was knocked out by Sweden 2 to nothing in a regulation game. So both, both the favorites in men's hockey, gone. Women's hockey, it did turn out to be the USA versus Canada for the second time in the Olympics. They were in the same pool, you might remember, the qualifying pool, and the USA won 4-1 to one in a very close match. Well, this time they both went right through and played for the gold medal last night, and Canada won 3-2. to two. So the USA team, which was the defending medalist, devastated. Come on, it's not the end of the world. It's a it's a hockey match, and uh, four years from now, yeah, you got to wait four years to play again. <laughs> not just a hockey match, Ned. You got to wait four years to do it again. That's uh, that's not just a match. But hey, it's crazy. And again, it proves what we always say: the games are decided on the court or on the ice in this instance. So. Um, it, uh, it breaks my heart, but, uh, it's, you know, it's been, uh, what, what do we have left in the Olympics as far as some of the big, uh, events and stuff? Well, as a matter of fact, not very much because the Olympics is coming to an end this weekend and a lot of the USA favorites, Kayla Schifrin, who is one of our top skiers has not done anything and she got knocked out of a race yesterday and she is very disappointed. Some of our figure skaters have not come through. Now there have been some big victories. USA has eight gold medals and 21 total medals, but I know a lot of disappointment in the Winter Olympics this year. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been off, but you obviously got some people that couldn't compete. And uh, I heard what there was a skier yesterday, a female who like won with a torn ACL and a broken leg and finished that thing. That, that is, is that's a heck of a story. Too. But again. Like I said, you, this is your only chance. If you don't make this, hopefully we'll see you in four years, right? <laughs> well, luckily for me, I only have to wait 24 hours, Ned. I'll see you tomorrow. Yes, sir.